so, so there is one shop. So it's just a one, question, one question to ask. There's one shop. It normally appears on the high street in about September, October. And it usually closes at the end of January. Does anybody know what shop I'm talking about? Anybody have any idea? So go on then. Sorry? No, not Hawkins Bazaar? Go on then. Not the Christmas tree shop? No. But it's good it's a good answer. Maybe it's not the one I'm looking for. Anybody else? Uh, any idea? It's not HMV? No. Right? No, you're getting close, but not quite the Christmas shop. Something else? No, not a card shop for this little girl? Did you say calendar? The calendar shop. Yes, yeah, you often get calendars, don't you, that shops appear, you can go in, you can buy all sorts of calendars. Who's got a One Direction calendar? JLS? Bristol City Football Club? No? <laughs> You must have something. <laughs> oh, Yobo. Oh, well, see, see, I'm, see, I'm originally from Plymouth. See, they, they, if they did a calendar of Plymouth Argyle, nobody would ever buy it. So it's a waste of time. The calendar shop. Well, I was at Tesco's yesterday, so even though it's a nice little bag, and I managed to find an advent calendar. It was a bit late, isn't it, for advent, but it was, it was in the reduced aisle yesterday. Now, I reckon if I give you these, all the, there's 25, and there's probably 25 children here this morning, or perhaps a bit there, so there'll be enough for one each at the end of the service. If you can pass that back. The calendar shop. Yes, it's there in about September, October, and it disappears. Who received a calendar for Christmas this year? Yeah, well, not everybody, quite a few people. So I thought I'd be really clever this year. But what I'll do, I would get a personalised uh, calendar of me and the family. And I thought I could send it to everybody. I thought, what a brilliant idea. So I went to the website and I got January done. And then I got to February and a picture of my two girls. And I got to March and it was all going well. And I picked it up and I was looking at it and I was really pleased. And then suddenly I thought, it's gone to May. I thought, where did April go? So, and then it goes, then it went back to, but it went back to April. So, then, then on to June and the rest of the year. So, I, I should have gone back and, uh, and got my money back for it. A calendar. A calendar is quite useful, isn't it? It, it helps us to, to remember dates, things that are going to happen through, through the time. And, uh, Last year was easy, wasn't it, to fill up your calendar? There's all sorts of things going on. Who can remember some of the big things that took place in 2012? Go on. The Olympics. Who went to the Olympics? Anybody? Oh, yeah, a few people got tickets. Lucky. Well done. What else happened in 2012? Come on, something else. Must have been some other things. Chelsea won the Champions League. Chelsea won the Champions League. Yes. Right, okay. Well... (laughs) At the back. The Paralympics, yes, that was in September. What else? Jubilee. The Queen's Jubilee, yes, we were all probably watching that at some point. Anything else? The Jubilee, yes. Any other things in the last 12 months that 
You can remember? Can you think that far back? It's not that long ago. Perhaps birthdays you would have put on your calendar. It's important to remember birthdays, isn't it? Perhaps you open the coffee shop next door. I haven't seen it yet, but I'll have a look before I go. Yeah? So, well, maybe on this year's calendar you'll actually put the day when it snowed so you can remember when it snowed because uh, well, it's still snowing there a little bit. So let's see if it carries on snowing. You may get another day off school, some of you. Maybe you put the Wimbledon final on your calendar. Maybe you put special church events into your calendar, things that are going to happen. See, there's nothing wrong with any of us planning for the future. I do like to plan ahead. I have a diary and I have a calendar and I do like to get myself planned ahead. I like to have things in place and I like to know what I'm doing. I like to know when the school holidays are so that I can plan things around the school holidays. It's important to do that. There's nothing wrong with doing that. The problem is sometimes we don't know, do we? None of us knew this time last week that we're going to get a load of snow, because even though the weathermen say it, they don't always get it right, do they? So, so we don't always know what's going to happen in the future. But the Bible says, since no man knows the future, who can tell him what is to come? See, we can put all the appointments in our diaries or on our calendars from now until next December, but the only day that we can be sure of is actually today. Towards the end of uh, last year, there was that news report, some of you may have seen it on on the the TVs, that said that the world was going to end on the 21st of December. Well, my father-in-law's birthday is on the 21st of December, and I thought, oh, wow, you know, I phoned him up and said, well, have you seen the news? And he said, no, what's that? And they said, oh, the world's going to end. I said, I don't know if I should get you a present or not. I was joking around, you know, so, you know, and I had to say to my children, actually, that's not true. None of us know what's going to happen. None of us know when Jesus is going to return. So and there's no need for us to be worried or frightened. None of us know what the future holds, but we know the one who holds the future. Now, I grew up in Boys Brigade, and you were in Boys Brigade, weren't you? So, so I was in Boys Brigade. In our company of the Boys Brigade, every year we had a, an enrollment service. So we'd all turn up in our uniforms and we would all be there. And one year, the minister decided that all the boys should sing. Well, 20-odd boys all singing together. None of us, either, it wasn't like you know, a male boys' choir. We weren't very good. I didn't think we were very good anyway. But we sang this song, um, and I've never forgotten the words of it. You probably know the song, some of you. Some of your older people perhaps remember this. I do not know what lies ahead, the way I cannot see, yet one stands near to be my guide, he will show the way to me. And the chorus is, I know who holds the future, and he guides me with his hands. With God's things don't just happen, everything by him is planned. So as I face tomorrow, with its problems large or small, I trust the God of miracles. Give to him my all. Anybody know that song? Yes, a couple of you, a couple of you do. It's words that always... I'm not going to sing it to you this morning. <laughs> but it's, it's always... That's, yeah, that's it. That, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So those words have always stuck with me because even though I don't know, then I have to put my trust into God because he knows 
what's going to be in the future. See, we have a God who's a great big God. He's the one who loves us, he cares for us, and he wants us to get to know him better. And that, that's, that verse from the Bible this morning just reminds me of it. So it says about his love for us, that we, his mercies begin afresh every morning. He's a great big God, and yet he loves us. So we're going to sing, our God is a great big God, and he holds us in his hand. We can't sit down and sing this one, so we'll stand together and sing, our God is a great big God. I was with a a young mum this week, and she had a a two-year-old child with her. So, and she, the young mum was saying to Joe, she said, Anna, Anna, it's going to snow. It's going to snow tomorrow. And little Anna, little two-year-old Anna said, does that mean it's going to be Christmas again? So, and I thought, well, you know, so it feels a bit more Christmassy now, doesn't it, than what it did at Christmas time. Hope you all had a good Christmas. It seems longer than just a few weeks ago. And then we have that bit between Christmas and New Year. So who stayed awake to see in the New Year? Oh, most people obviously did. So who was awake still at two o'clock in the morning? Three o'clock? Four? Did you not go to sleep at all? No, you just went right for the night. Why not? So it's only once in a year, isn't it? So who watched the fireworks? Yeah? So, you know, I watch that nearly every year and I think one year... I need to go. It's just, if I could just persuade the quarter of a million other people not to go, there'd be a lot more room there and I would enjoy it a lot more. But I look at the fireworks on the TV and I think, oh, that would be really good. I should, you know, I would like to go and see that at some point. Who made a New Year's resolution? Some of you did, right? Anybody want to share their resolution with us? What was it? You're... You're your uneaten Easter eggs. Okay, right. Anybody else had a resolution? Johnny, if you need a hand See, sometimes we do, don't we? We make resolutions at the start of a new year, and we can be sort of like three weeks into the year, and we've already broken them, or we've forgotten about them, and we think, oh, well, I'll, I'll leave it, and I'll start again this time next year. So... So it's so easy, isn't it, just to forget it and think, actually, it doesn't really matter. And I often, I'm not very good at making resolutions. My resolution every year is, is that I'm going to go and play more golf. Well, the reality is, I don't really play that much golf. I probably play four or five times in a year. But sometimes it's good if you can get into a resolution of you know, perhaps making a promise with God, making a new covenant with God, then it, it can be helpful for us and it can, if we can keep that going throughout the year. So, but it's good to uh, get together and, and think about those sorts of things. Because often we just rush into a new year and we don't even stop to even think about it. But that verse this morning tells us that even if we've messed up, that three weeks in, if everything's gone wrong at the start of this year, we can have a fresh start with God. It says we can have a fresh start with God every day. We don't have to wait till the 31st of December. We can have a fresh start with God today. We just need to say sorry to him. And the Bible tells us that his mercies begin afresh every day. So 
And I thought this morning, well, what can we do then? Perhaps some of us here this morning feel that actually we've messed up a little bit with God. Perhaps we've got it a little bit wrong and we really want to try. We wish we could go back to the 31st of December, which we can't do, but we want to have a fresh start with God. Um, what can we do this morning to have a fresh start with God? And I thought to myself, well, this is what we could do. I thought, what we would do, we'd give out some party poppers. Now, if you don't like noise, you may need to uh, cover your ears in a moment or two. Pass them and pass a few back. And you take a handful. Anybody not got one who needs one? So what we're going to do in a moment or two, we're going to we're going to count down and then we're going to do our party poppers and then we're just going to be really quiet just for a little bit, no more than like half a minute or so and we're just going to say silently the things that we want to say to God. Perhaps we want to say sorry that we've messed up and that we want a fresh start and we want to thank him for his love for us and that he's a God who loves us and he forgives us. And then we'll move on and do something else in the service. So we're going to do that and then, but to help the people do the cleaning at the end of the service what is around you if you can just pick it up that would be really helpful because that will just save whoever is a cleaner so uh, doing that so we're going to do it we're going to have a countdown so because that's the best way to do it. we're going to go 10 down to 1 then we're going to pop our party poppers and then we're going to have a bit of silence and then we're just going to quietly individually pray to God okay 10 9 8 7 Six, five, four, three, two, one. So let's just be quiet before God. And perhaps say to him that we're sorry that we've made bad decisions or we've done things that we regret doing. And may we know this morning that as we go out of here a bit later on, that we can have that fresh start with you. Because your love is never ending. You are always a God who loves us and you forgive us. And you long for us to get to know you better this coming year. Lord, hear the prayers in our hearts, the spoken and the unspoken. In Jesus' name, amen. So I thought this year I would think of some resolutions. So I, put five, I got five quick resolutions that I wanted to share with you this morning. And I gave out, uh, or Andy did, gave some envelopes out. And somebody will have my first resolution. On the envelope, it will say, it will say a number one. So who's got that one? There's an envelope and it says number one on it. Oh, come on then. That's a pretty dress you got on. What's your name? Georgia. Well, Georgia. Do you know what's in this envelope? No. No. 
See, this is the first resolution for this year. Do you know what that word says? Do you know what? Now she's looking horrified because it says that my first resolution is I'm going to lie. <coughs> that ain't very good, is it? We tell the truth, don't we? We wouldn't lie, would we? No. You can go back and join them at the back. Thank you. Oh, I don't quite know what that means. I, see, I think I've probably missed a bit of my text there. Because lie? Is that a good resolution? I'm going to lie more this year? I don't think that would be a very good resolution to have. But actually, let me expand on it a little bit. What it really means is, I'm going to lie back and relax a little bit more this year. So, See, sometimes, I don't know if you're a bit like me, but sometimes I've got a bit of a, you know, I could worry about things. You know, I can, you know, I, sometimes I just need to remember that actually it's God who's in control. It's not me. It's God who has control over my life. So, so I need to lie back and relax a bit more this year. I was listening uh, the other day uh, to uh, Songs of Praise. And, and some of you may have seen it. And on the Songs of Praise, they had the footballer's wife talking. It was uh, Fabrice... Uh, well, yes... Bolton Wanderers football player and uh, he was running along and he was playing football and suddenly he, he fell over and, and it was quite serious and his wife was talking on songs of praise because she was watching it and listening to it and she actually tweeted so said that God is in control and I thought what an amazing testimony what there is a real woman of faith who actually her husband's in serious trouble and yet she knows that she can trust God that God is in control so I need to lie back and relax a bit more and remember that God is the one who's in control of my life what is it that Paul says when writing to the Philippians he says don't worry about anything but pray about everything well that's a good that's a good thing perhaps so perhaps lie to lie back and trust God isn't a bad one. But who's got my second resolution? I've got a couple more. So he's got, oh, well done. What's your name? Zach. Zach. Can you read, Zach? You can. What's my second resolution? Do you know what that word says? Cheat. 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 Very good. Now... You, know, you don't cheat, do you? No. You look, you've got a nice, innocent face. You would, well done. Thank you for reading that. Cheat. Oh, well, that's not... Thank you. Go back to your mum or dad. Cheat. Oh, that's not a very good resolution, is it? So, you know, I don't want to cheat more this year, do I? Well, perhaps in some ways, this year, I actually want to cheat failure. So, so sometimes, you know, I could be afraid... Of trying something new. Sometimes it's easier to stay within my own comfort zone. So, but actually, sometimes it's good to step out of your own comfort zone. So, and, and it's often through failure that we actually learn the most valuable things. So this year, I'm going to cheat failure. I'm, I'm not going to be afraid to try to do something new. So, and I'm not going to be fearful about it. Okay. So we've got. So we've had. We've got uh, lie and cheat. And who's got my third one? My third resolution for this year. What's your name? 
You're called Joshua. It's nice to meet you, Joshua. Can you read? Drink. Oh, do you drink lots of orange squash? Is it your favourite or do you like fizzy stuff? You like fizzy stuff, do you? Yeah, there you are. Okay, thank you. You can go back. Oh, well, well, I'm going to drink. Well, I'm going to drink from the fountain of knowledge. See, I'm going to spend more time this year studying the Bible, God's word to us. I'm going to spend more time this year reading from this book. See, someone told me when I was about 10 or 11 years old, and I've never forgotten it, they said, if you have a messed up Bible, you won't have a messed up life. And I believe that to be true. If my Bible was totally, you know, hadn't been used at any time, and pages, you know, and just sat on the side at home, well, what good's that, really? So it's much better to actually get into the Scriptures, to read the Word of God, to let God speak to you through the Word. So, and sometimes people read Bible reading notes and, and they, they can follow it through. But actually, it's a good thing. So have the Bible close to hand. If you have a messed up Bible, you won't have a messed up life. So I'm going to drink in the fountain of knowledge. Okay, my fourth one. So we're going to, I'm going to lie, I'm going to cheat, I'm going to drink. What's my next one? Swear. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Well, let me. What's your name? Ruby. Ruby. You know Ruby. When I was. How old are you? Uh, 11. You're 11. When I was about 11, maybe 12, you know, I used to swear. So. And then I invited Jesus to come into my life, and I suddenly realized actually that's not what Jesus wanted me to do. So I actually had to stop swearing. Thank you. Go and take your seat. So. Swear. Oh, that's a funny one, isn't it, really? So, see, this year I've decided that I'm going to swear to do my best all the time in every situation that I find myself in. So, that is all anybody can ask, to swear to do your best. Now, some of you may have GCSEs this year or exams coming up, but actually, if you swear to do your best and you work hard, then nobody can ask you to do anything more, really. Just try to do your best in every time you do that. So it's a good thing to do. Swear to do your best in every situation that you find yourself in. Okay, my last one. So I'm going to lie, I'm going to cheat, I'm going to drink, I'm going to swear, and I've got one other thing that this year I want to do. Who's got it? Oh, come on then. What's your name? Louis. Louis. Can you read it out, Louis? Steal! Oh, you've never stolen anything, have you? No. Oh, well done, thank you. Steal! Oh, what, what could that be then? Well, this year I've decided that I'm going to steal more time to be with God. That's what I'm going to do this year. See, I want to spend more time this year with God than what I have before to develop my relationship with God further this year. And it's so easy, isn't it, to get distracted or to put the TV on or to be, get busy on the internet or on the computer or doing after-school activities and all those sorts of things that we can become so busy in work or in everyday life that actually we could go through the day and perhaps we don't even pick up our Bible and perhaps we have every intention of doing it, but we never quite get round to doing it. 
So, so this year, I've decided that actually I'm going to steal more time. I'm going to discipline myself more this year so that I can spend more time with God. I think that's a good resolution to have. So I'm going to lie. I'm going to lie, cheat. I'm going to drink, swear, and steal. Lie back and remember. Has this been recorded? (laughs) (laughs) Lie back and remember that God is in control. Okay? Cheat failure and not to be afraid to try new things. Drink in the word of God by studying the Bible. Swear to, to give and to do the very best in a way that our lives and my life will bring glory to God. And steal more time just to be with God, listening to him and spending time hearing from him. I think they're good resolutions for us to go through this year. Sometimes we get it wrong and I have to say sorry to God and come back to him. But I'm reminded again of what that scripture says to us. It says, The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh every morning. Well, perhaps that's something for us to go away and to think about this morning. Perhaps we'll think about those five words but think about the context that they're in. Let's just pray together. Father God, help us to remember that you are the one who is in control of our lives. Help us, Lord, to lie back and to remember that you are the God who loves us, that you care for us, that you want the very best for us. Help us, Lord, this year to drink in your word to find that time in our busy lives to read more from our Bibles. Help us, Lord, to cheat failure and not to be afraid to step out of our comfort zones, perhaps to try new things. Perhaps, Lord, give us those opportunities to talk about you to our friends in school or for those that we work with and those that we meet during the week. Lord, help us this year. We swear, Lord, to do our very best in a way that brings glory to your name, that people will see through our words and our actions that you are living within us. And help us, Lord, to steal more time and not to be distracted by other things, but help us, Lord, to keep our focus and our attention on you. And may in the stillness, Lord, may we hear your Holy Spirit speaking into our hearts and into our lives, for we ask it in your name. Amen.